Welcome to a special Friday edition of What's Next with Eric Wood, and this will be a solo edition. And the reason I'm putting this one out is this is the two-year anniversary of me starting this podcast. And it has been a fun two years. That started with me at a point in my life when I hit my what's next moment when my career ended. And I went on a journey to learn from some of the world's and the earth's most influential people when I could find out how to navigate this next chapter of my life, when I'm moving on from my pro career, when I least expected it, and I was going to learn from all these individuals. Let me first off start off by thanking all of you that are tuned in to this episode and have been tuned in from the start. To all of you who have subscribed to this podcast, who have given me feedback, who have suggested guests, This podcast has a five-star rating. I'm blown away that you guys have enjoyed going on this journey with me, and I hope you learned a lot as well. I have good news, hopefully good news for you guys. This podcast is here to stay. The numbers are constantly growing. The sponsors are here supporting it. It will be here to stay. And there are still so many guests that I want to learn from as I continue to stay on this journey. And I am on a learning journey at this point. I'm in broadcasting right now. I'm loving this podcast space, but I'm still constantly learning. And I feel like all throughout life, we should all be on a journey to learn from those. And for me to be able to learn from people who have achieved things that I could only dream of and to find out what was the process that got them there has been so rewarding for me. Often through my work with the Bills, we'll do superlatives, whether it's after the game At the midway point of the season, after the season, we'll talk about the MVP, the most inspiring, whatever it may be. We're not going to give an MVP on this one because it'd be extremely hard to find through all the gems that were given who the true MVP of uh, through the first two years on the podcast, but we are going to go through some superlatives. The most fun podcast, while so many were a ton of fun and a huge joy to record, The most fun I had was probably with my good friend, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and it seemed to be a lot of the same sentiment from reviews and feedback that I got. Him yelling at his son and pretending like he's this big jerk of a dad moment where you guys don't know him, and hopefully that didn't come across wrong, but man, we still had some really hard laughs during that, and unfortunately for the listeners, we had a few laughs off camera that maybe weren't uh, what's next with Eric Wood appropriate. But we had we had a ton of laughs throughout that, and that was the most fun. The best location that I recorded a podcast was the second episode that I recorded, and that was with Michael Ray. He's got three number one hits, big-time country music artist. If you haven't listened to that one, he's an incredibly inspiring guy. But we recorded it on his tour bus as he was getting ready to play a special concert at the Waste Management Open out in Arizona during the show we get up on stage with them it was it was an absolute ton of fun the most convicting story to me that just truly hit home and I think about constantly is when Bob Russell who came on early in the show and and go back and listen to this episode if you didn't listen to it but Bob Russell tells a story about how his wife called him and the answering machine clicked on this is back in the old school days with answering machines the answering machine kicked on and he didn't know and he was talking to his wife on the phone and she said, hey, Bob, how you doing? He said, I'm good. You want me to pick up you any food on the way home? No, thanks. 
And, and the conversation went on and, and he truly didn't realize on a day-to-day basis how cold he was being towards his wife until he went back and listened to it on, on an answering machine. And this is a guy in Bob Russell who built a church from 200 members to 25,000. So for Bob to hear himself talk to his wife so cold when he's constantly pouring into people within the church community, it was extremely convicting for him at that moment. And for me, many years later to hear that, it has stuck with me. It'd be hard to nail down the best advice I got, but early on while recording, Chris Burke, former Major League Baseball player uh, for the Astros, now he works with ESPN, he gave me some advice. And this is really early on in my journey, out of my career. He said, Eric, it's not about you. Focus on serving others. And the more outwardly focused you get, the more inwardly you'll be fulfilled. And that's exactly what I needed to hear at that time. The best advice from a monetary standpoint it's got to be Bob Baffert, legendary horse trainer, comes on here. We release the episode the week of Derby, and he gives away the Derby pick, authentic one. So for all you that are loyal listeners, hopefully you hit home on that one. The most popular episode so far based upon the numbers, and I hate to even say this out loud because he's going to give me a ton of crap for it, is Richie Incognito. The first episode that I recorded with him, he was my first guest. He's one of my best friends in this whole world. We recorded it out in Arizona as well when I was on that same trip. Now, a lot of times, if someone tunes in, and let's say they came in for the Chad Michael Murray episode, one of the most recent ones, if they go back and listen to other episodes, they'll go back to the very beginning. So that may be why Richie's was the most popular, or maybe it's just because he's such an awesome dude, and everybody was so inspired by what he said. The most passion that anybody brought to the podcast had to be Steve Weatherford. And we released this one just after the start of 2021, right at the start of the new year. If you haven't listened to it, you got to hear the passion that Steve Weatherford talks with. But he was the perfect guest to get you jump-started, to get you inspired for the new year, to get you set to go achieve those goals you lined up. And I knew that was going to be the case. And boy, did he not disappoint. Some other moments that I feel like I should definitely, I don't want to call it honorable mention because none of these moments are honorable mention worthy. These are just no specific award, just big moments, big uh, phrases that stuck with me. Ed Milet talking about how things happen for you, not to you. Been through so much in his life. I've been through so much in my life. And when you could switch that narrative to happens for you, not to you, that's so powerful. Along the same vein, Alex Harbin, who's a buddy of mine from high school that I played ball with, who runs a gym now and is just out there making a, an enormous impact in the city of Cincinnati. Alex talked about how we get to do things in life. We don't have to. You get to go to work each day. You get to be a dad. You get to be a husband. Switch your mindset and watch your attitude shift and watch the fruit of that show up in your life. David Novak Former CEO and founder of Yum Brands, at one point he had 1.5 million employees working under him. He talked about the power of recognition. And he talked about how he would give away these rubber chickens. They owned uh, and started KFC. So they would give away these rubber chickens as a employee of the month, employee of the week deal. Well, being recognized meant so much to these employees that one of his employees' funeral that he went to wanted to get buried with that chicken. That's how much people love being recognized. And for me, that stuck with me to want to recognize anybody that I work with, my family, my kids, whoever it may be, 
the power of recognition. And then recently I had on Kyle Eidemann, the preacher at Southeast Christian. If you haven't listened to that one, boy, it's good. And there's a lot of stuff applicable through this COVID time that we're in. But I asked him because he he's literally the most talented speaker I've ever seen. He's an unbelievable communicator. And I asked him, what advice would you have? And most people say, get as many reps as you can. A lot of people will say, go out and get a speaking coach. Kyle Ottoman's advice, he said, just speak authentically. If people know that you're being authentic with your words, and he called it the TikTok generation we're living in, you're appealing to a new crowd. They don't want this theatrical performance each week, especially when you're on stage as a preacher or if you're a broadcaster. That that wave of speaking, it's not gone for good. It's just not as appealing to this generation. He said, speak authentically. And as someone who now does some speaking engagements, that gave me a lot of confidence knowing that I don't have to be the most polished speaker, have the most reps. I don't have to be on stage as many times as John Maxwell or some of those legendary speakers. I can just go be myself. It's amazing to me when I look back at the amount of guests that have come on and some of their profiles. We've had NFL head coaches, GMs, and owners. We've had NFL Hall of Famers, best-selling authors, world-renowned CEOs, pastors of megachurches, Navy SEALs, pro baseball players, some of the top speakers and performance coaches out there, and much more. It's amazing and it's humbling that all those people would take the time to come on my podcast and to pour into me and all the listeners tuning in. And so from the bottom of my heart, I say thank you to all of our guests. I ask you guys now to please put in reviews for who you want to hear from in the future and we will make it happen. From the guests that we've had on here, when you say we've had Dabo Sweeney on, it allows you to go in and talk to the administrative assistants to many coaches out there. So I'll go try and get those people on. And when we've had Ed Milet on, there's a lot of speaking coaches and performance coaches that want to come on this podcast. So whatever realm you're in, whatever you're interested in, if you think I can learn from them and so can the listeners, shoot it into the reviews. I promise I read every single one of them. I hope that you have learned a lot through this podcast. So many of you have reached out to me through Twitter, Instagram, through the reviews to talk about the impact this podcast has made. Maybe little nuggets that you've taken from the guests or myself that you have implemented in your lives. And because of that, I'd say thank you. And please keep shooting me that feedback and keep tuning into the podcast each and every week. I now encourage you. Have an awesome day. Have an awesome Friday if you're tuning into this, the day it's released. If not, no matter what day it is, make, as I tell Grace all the time, my my five-year-old daughter, tell her every single morning before she goes to school, make it a great day. And then I'll say, all right, Grace, what do you need to do at school today? And she'll say, spread joy. Go out there, spread joy, and make an impact. Thank you.